All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another episode of Vets and Barbells. We've made it somehow to episode six. That's You're still here. Yeah. And so are we. Or at least we think they're still here. I watched the stats. I'm pretty sure they're going down every week. So <laughs> maybe we're doing something right by steering people to like better podcasts. That might like, be it. Like these guys suck. Let's, let's find go, something better. Let's go find someone that actually knows what they're talking about. Um, no, anyway, for those of you that are continuing to listen, thank you so much. Um, your loyalty does mean something. As this uh, station channel, you know, continues. Station, man, do I sound like a boomer. Um, okay, raised, boomer. Pretty much raised by boomers. <laughs> uh, you know, as we continue to grow, we're, we're going to try to, you know, do more for you as a community. What Maybe we'll do some giveaways and some sweepstakes. I don't know. I'm going to have to talk to my techie little brother who's seven years younger than I am that knows how to run that. But... We'll, we'll, maybe we'll, we'll get some Axe and Sledge products slung out to uh, some loyal people. So, But anyway, thank you very much. <coughs> uh, thank you for sticking around after last episode of our shenanigans telling uh, <laughs> explicit military stories. I had to like warn family members. I was like, hey, it says explicit on the title for a reason. I guess I guess yeah. pretty decent feedback on that episode. You did? Though, I, yeah. man, like, I, I, when, I, when I posted the Facebook, I, uh, I tagged a bunch of my old Army buddies. Oh, and, you did? And they were getting back with me and, and like, either saying, I can't believe you didn't tell this story, or, well, yeah. oh, I remember this time, or all that, you know, reminds me of the good old days yeah, and stuff. I, I, like, on the drive home, I somehow thought of, like, four more stories. I'm like, why didn't I bring that up? And then again, <laughs> we're trying to keep this more to a, a, a time-sensitive uh, or, or time-friendly manner. We might, you know, continue to go over that if the content is good, but we are really trying people, so... Without further ado, we're going to jump right into this. Um, today's episode is going to be uh, about kind of two questions, um, and they're different, but we've we've got good points to kind of cover in both, and they're both fitness-related. Um, pardon me. I have to wet the whistle because I just got done working out and training somebody else, so I'm parched. Um, but yeah, training and fitness-related, and the first one we're going to try to bounce between um, as far as going along the same line of kind of beginner things or newer people, you know, when we covered with the pre-workout one, um, I got a lot of really good feedback on that, that people were like, man, you were right. Like some very common sense, just pointers about just pre-workout alone. You know, that was, was actually really awesome. So this one is common mistakes when coming to a gym, uh, whether it's for the first time or like you're just new to that gym or just things that we have seen just popping into different places in our time, uh, kind of going to, to different places. And I would caveat this with, I think you'll see some more unique mistakes or errors made depending on where you go, whether that's a commercial gym, a little like hole in the wall like mine, um, a CrossFit box, or like uh, you know one of the the more you know meathead like power power strongman things. And again, this is also tailored with. It kind of depends on the culture and the quality of coaching. I've definitely seen that like places that take their coaching and their culture extremely seriously, um, you you don't really see a lot of mistakes. And a lot of the mistakes you do see are corrected very quickly from inside that gym family. So that would almost be like just rolling into this real quick. That would be one of my segues is, you know, find a gym that kind of fits a culture you're looking for or one that you know that is going to push you in a positive way. there's many reasons why I, I don't agree with some of Planet Fitness's um, culture mentality behind some of their, their moves, but at the same time, it creates a cheap avenue for people to go work out 
So that that I can vote for, but I, I don't think having a clunk alarm or having a place that's judgment free that then turns around to be judgmental, ex- extremely <laughs> extremely judgy, is it's kind of a cyclical door argument that just doesn't make any sense. It kind of slaps itself on the butt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you brought up that about uh, just you know you were saying something about like getting a tour of a place, you know? Yeah, like making sure not don't just join a gym, but make sure like. You get in there and you get a feel for it to see if you're actually gonna like it or not. You know, for example, and I'm not narking on Planet Fitness, but I try. Or no, it was Anytime. Yeah, it was Anytime Fitness, but it doesn't matter. It's the same thing. But I, I just didn't, I didn't vibe with it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't try to go oh, check it out first. I personally yeah, okay. straight went. I went to it for a month and a half, two months. When I first moved back here to Missouri, and it just it didn't. Vibe, I didn't. It didn't work for me. I, I didn't really care for it. and I just stopped. Yeah. Uh, but you was know, there anything specific about like maybe what you were looking for or wanted that they didn't have? Um, they definitely didn't have the amount of free weights I like to have, uh-huh. um, and the atmosphere just kind of for me wasn't doing it for me. Would you? Um, so I've never been in been in any time. I've seen only people post from inside there. It seems like they've got a decent amount of stuff. Would you? I mean, I don't know about the place here. I mean, is it? Does it? Do they have room? Is it kind of claustrophobic or? You no, know, they like, got they got room. Okay, but it's it's it seemed like it was way more geared towards quick, fast workouts okay. on machines and yeah. treadmills and stuff. So kind of like get in, get out, kind of. Yeah. And, and does their did their uh, monthly pricing kind of reflect that? I mean, it was like ten bucks a month. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. so. And again, that's it's not harking on that because for some people that's exactly what they need exactly. and that's what works for them. But just for me, it didn't work. So. By the next go around, when I was ready to get it back into getting back into the gym, that's what I actually did. I went and looked at a couple places, and then that's when I fell into with um, the guys over at Capital Fitness. I just the the owner there, Luke. You know, he was real nice. Um, he had no issue yeah. with me coming in, checking it out. You know, telling me about the place. Everyone's there is nice, and you feel, you know you almost feel like you're part of part of a team there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially over there, like, um, you know, whenever I pop my head in from time to time, just because that's, you know, where I got my, my start here in this area, you know, I, I'll still pop in if I'm in that area and I can't make it all the way out to my gym. I mean, still treat you like family. They're good people. And especially, like, they they know, because it's kind of a smaller gym, I mean, they've got a lot of members. I mean, they're expanding, and, and, and they're going to do great things that next move they make. Um, but, uh, you know, they they know who works hard, and they know who's trying and they will they'll boost you no matter oh, what yeah. that's the coolest thing that, i mean that's what jived with me real quick um i'd say I, I, that, like you kind of hit it like you know get a tour of a place get a vibe for it don't just sign up and then go and then you know find out you're wasting your money you know what i mean like you know yeah there's cheaper places than mine there's more expensive places than mine there's places that offer more or offer less or have a very niche community you just have to find what you want to find and make sure that you know, if you're just going to go in and do your own thing, you know, make sure that you understand what you're doing. But if you're going to go there and get coached or get trained a certain way, make sure that they're doing it right. You know, if you're feeling pressured to do a technical movement or to do a certain technique and you just you're not confident and you're not ready and yet you're being pushed to do it, I'll tell you right now, you're in the wrong place. Um, there's a big difference between someone 
pushing you to do better for encouragement for encouragement pushing you to do stuff you don't want to do yeah pushing or shouldn't you, do. pushing you to a level that could be unsafe and again like that's going to be more determined upon you as the person um and you know i, I don't know it, that could be a whole nother psyche kind of rabbit hole to go down to but you know but it's just i've, I've been to places where I, I definitely saw people just pushing you to move faster and less focused on your form and and just seeing people get hurt just 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 losing form and it, it, it bugged me and so I, I make sure that when I coach people here that you know my classes now are they're probably never going to be more than four or five people because after that I, I, I lose eyes on and I mean that and I'm ADD so or yeah so I, I get distracted pretty easily but uh, well then your your training's more it works better when you can be hands-on with the people. Yes, yeah. And the more people you get, that's less hands-on. Then at that point in time, it becomes just like a you're in front of the, a class with a mic on your face, to, to, you know, talking to people. Yeah, and I've, I've done that. I've done that at commercial gyms, and I understand that there's a time and a place for it. I just realized through that experience and then trying to make like an 8-plus person cla class happen here, um, it, it just wasn't my mode. And again, I, I like the more small group or one-on-one -on -one, uh, intimate setting. It, it just, you create a better vibe, a better group. And uh, especially when a lot of that group, regardless of if they're on different fitness levels, um, they push each other subliminally or just vocally. Just, mm -hmm. you know, whether you're in the presence of somebody else, like, you know, you could be separated by two minutes, you know, in a workout, or you could be separated by, you know, 80 to 100 plus pounds. But yet you you both know that rep for rep, due to your ability level, you're pushing each other, and that's what I want to breed. You know, that's what I want to build as far as the brand goes. And again, that goes back to finding the culture and finding the coaches that speak to you, that you know very quickly, something says, hey, they're gonna push me in like a healthy way. So I mean, that to me is is what I, I personally look for more. Uh, and it's a common mistake, you know, that's the plus side and the, and the negative of the mistake is somebody's just going somewhere just to go. Yeah. You know, and, and again, if somebody, that's where somebody needs to get their start again, I'm not going to bash that. Everyone needs to get on a good positive path somewhere, but like know what you're getting yourself into pretty much. Um, say like the next big common, common mistake, like once people get somewhere and I've seen this with people that I can tell don't know a whole lot or maybe their experience, but the biggest mistake I see is people not warming up. Like, I just think it's laziness. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it, I, it don't matter where you go, unless you're doing a class and the instructor what, makes you? people warm up, you will have, what, 80% easy of the people there not warming up. Yeah, they'll just come, People, so what I've seen, especially more in like, well, I've seen this everywhere. I shouldn't say it's just one place. I've seen people literally just roll up, pop their pre-workout, and just think I'm good to go and go. And start lifting. And just start and lifting. And not just lifting, but. Like going hard. Lifting heavy. Like going ham at it. Um, and when, when I say lifting heavy, I don't mean, uh, you know, the guy in there picking up 100-pound dumbbells, you know. If heavy for you is 20 pounds, guess what? That's heavy. Yeah, like jumping right into your workout. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other one with that is people that, like, say you're going to a class or you're meeting up with some buddies for, like, a, just a, a workout time together, you're literally just rolling up and then you're just getting right at it. 
which is kind of in the same, but you know, there's there's two different modes there of like, oh, I'm popping some go-go juice, and then I'll be good to go, and then, oh, I'm just here and now I'll go. It's, it's immaturity and it's laziness, in my professional opinion. Um, and every everyone can warm up differently. Everyone's got a little different mode. Uh, in more bodybuilding, you'll see guys probably more often, if they don't have a set routine they like, they'll usually pick some very specific body groups for that day and do quite a few sets, um, but very high reps, uh, but lightweight. Super low weight. Yeah, I mean, you're talking, you're, you're, you're pumping blood to the muscles, you're warming your joints and your tendons up because what you're about to do, um, and I'd say this actually probably between like big power lifters and then like, uh, like body, bodybuilders, like you're yeah. about to punch a bunch of volume and you, you can't snap a tendon. Like, like the guys who's in there like curling, you know, 70, 80 pound dumbbells, they'll warm up with tens. Fives, yeah. just to get that yeah. range of motion. You know that's a warm up. And then clearly you're going to see the warm up consist of like 30s and 45s. And then slowly grow up. And then 50s, and then there I am feeling like a little baby. Like <laughs> 50s and 55s is my top range, man. Like you're making me feel like your like your arms are the size of my thighs. But I mean, definitely you want some kind of routine. It doesn't have to be the exact same routine every single time. Yeah. It could be a specific routine for, you know, like leg day. I got obviously a completely different uh, routine for leg day than I do for, you know, arm day or something. Mm -hmm. But, you know, dead, um, you know, back day and deadlift day, I'm most part doing almost the exact same thing as leg day for mm -hmm. my warm up, but slightly different. Yeah. Um, you gotta think about, sorry to cut you off, you gotta think about what you're, t for me, Every workout I do has a very finite purpose, and this will roll into our second bigger question topic of the night, but everything I do has a very finite purpose, and so my warm-up is the exact same way, the same as yours. Like Depending on my day, depending on what I'm doing, I have very specific warm-up routines that I have found and kind of thrown together throughout the years that I know will get me ready. And that's just like, and for me, it's like, you know, when it's, when it's like a, a back and deadlift day or like my power days or uh, like a leg day, like you were saying, like I'm, I'm probably showing up about 10 minutes early to like my workout time, quote unquote, when I want to go and I'm foam rolling like the crap out of my lower body, my back, my hips, um, my lats as well, actually, um, just to, you know, get them ready to like um, brace, brace my core. Um, and then, yeah, that's like with me, you know, I, my leg day, because of the way my knees are, my, my knees are junk. I hey, know that if you, I'm military. going into it, I know if I'm going into it tight, I'm going to, I'm going to be hurting for days. So I, I mean, I, on leg day, I will get there a good 30 minutes earlier to give me that extra half hour. And I literally spend an entire half hour stretching and foam rolling. Yeah. Because I know otherwise, if I don't, I'm going to regret it. Yeah. Now, granted, that's kind of on, kind of to the extreme, and so, you know, not everybody needs to warm up like that. But you just need to find at least some kind of warm up for you for what you're doing for that day. Yeah. And if you're doing something more like functional or, or dynamic or explosive, I would say go out, you know, go find like a, like just a solid like dynamic warm up that honestly, um, you probably just want to hit every part of your body if you're doing something a little more uh, full movement functional 
uh, or a little more dynamic, if there's a lot of moving pieces to your workout that is not just like an isolation day, like just chest, just back, just legs, like I would find something that like, for me, a very easy dynamic warm-up I used to do was like uh, air squats, push-ups, lunges, core twists, um, band pull-aparts, arm circles, dead hangs. Like I would do that circuit uh, about two or three times uh, for about like 10 to 15 reps each, kind of depending on what the thing was. And then because I would do that, and that's pretty much like a full body thing right there, I would be pretty much ready to go. And that was very, that's like a very simple, like that was years ago I used to do that circuit, but that's just a simple setup. But yeah, not warming up is is big. And again, we already covered, you know, pre-workout. You know, if, if, if you need go-go juice, then, you know, whatever. But if you don't need it, you, you don't need it. Um, I, I definitely hit more on nutrition. If I can eat what I need to about an hour, about, you know, depending on what I'm doing, about an hour to an hour and a half before my workout, like, I'm usually pretty good because it's a good-sized meal. Um, what are some other things here? Oh, this one's kind of a funny, more of a funny one, but people that do, like, too much cardio, in my opinion. Like, or just. Or just. And that's what I mean by, like, if you're coming to a gym that's got so many things to it, and yet you only show up every day to just do the elliptical for, like, 30, 40 minutes, I would say it's not a mistake, but I would say that you're really missing the mark as far as the true benefits to everything else like science has hands down proven that a combination of uh, weights and cardio and we can see this in just very simple setups like say circuits or if you do like some type of a circuit workout in your workout you're, you're not only um, improving your, your muscular strength you're, you're performing your cardio you're actually in better fat burning levels um, you know there's that whole science of like the fat burning cardio um, heart rate and that's true if you stay within that heart rate you are burning just those fat levels but the flawed uh, kind of the flawed science behind it is like literally if you just like up your heart rate just a little more outside of that level you're going to be burning the carbs and the fat and they're both going to be higher but people get lost in like oh i only want fat loss it's like you could have like double the amount of benefits and like almost double your metabolic rate just by putting yourself like 10 more beats over you know what i mean like it, it's just we we get lost in in this like flawed not flawed but like misinformation is what i should call it it's not flawed it's just it's a lot of misinformation but between what's being put out there yeah um oh this is the best one this is the, the probably the biggest thing we see a lot of uh besides besides dudes that just like just do upper body like you see them every day at say like a ymca and every day it's like bench shoulders arms rows or some combination of those throughout the week and no legs i'm like dude guess what's got to carry all that upper body weight your legs <laughs> okay they're mr upside down isosceles triangle um so improper form is, I think, the hardest thing to see and the biggest mistake, no matter where you go. Commercial gym, box, studios. Um, there's someone doing improper form no matter where you no go. No matter where you go. And part of, the, part of this, like, it, 
part of it's fixable and then part of it's on you as the person. Like for me, ever since I caught the bug and drank the Kool-Aid for fitness and, and working out, like I've always been, I feel like humble enough to ask for help or humble enough to like, hey dude, can you watch my form? Like, especially if I've seen that one dude in the gym that like I know he knows what he's doing. Like mm -hmm. I, I can tell he so if I call him over, he's gonna know that like, oh hey man, like you're too high. Or hey, you're not locked in this way. Alright, cool, tight bro. Um, but unfortunately like people come to the gyms to better themselves, but they don't realize that that's not just physical. Like bettering yourself is also a mental state. And to do that, part of that is you, you know, maybe it's to socialize, maybe it's to freaking like oh, you got a little moth buddy, you might want to close that door. Um, but you know, ask for help. Like, don't don't be so like in your own world, and just think you can go at it alone, and not ask for help. Because I'd rather somebody do that than do something improper or be too scared to push themselves. That's the other side of it. Like, I've been able to push clients and groups more once I'm able to properly coach them a form and they get it. It clicks. You can see when the light bulb comes on. Like when I, when I started coaching, you know, really everybody, not even to just call out one person's name, like after I'd say two weeks, um, because you know, we do something different every day, but after about two weeks of, of the movements that we coach and the techniques that come with those, you can see the light bulb come on when they get it right. But also even more importantly, when they know they did it wrong, like they catch themselves, yeah. like they'll come out of a rep or a set and be like, Oh, hey, that was too high, or oh, I noticed I was too forward, or you know, whatever it is with the technique, or doing or a, just doing a, some, or it just clicked like something about that. Even if you don't know what it is, yeah. something about it didn't seem right or feel right. Yeah. That's when you just ask somebody, hey, can you ch can you check this yeah. or film yourself and look yeah. at it? And if you still can't tell, ask still ask somebody, hey, watch this. What what did I do wrong? Yeah, don't don't just film you. Um, I'm not hating on people that do this, but like, don't just film yourself to like just grow your your brand or just get some vanity points on Instagram and 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 Facebook. But like, I a lot of times like I'll film myself and I'll post it sometimes because I, I'm almost gonna call myself out. Like, hey, I'm working really hard, but I know this rep is ugly. You know, like I know like this and this needs to happen. Don't worry, I'm gonna tighten it up. Like I've done that before. You know, and that makes me vulnerable, sure, to the the internet trolls. But honestly, like. I don't care because 90% of those trolls are just sitting there at a keyboard, you know, probably in their mom's basement, still hiding from Corona, <laughs> and I'm out here getting after it. So like, f them. So, uh, but yeah, in, in proper form, and this comes to like a very simple equation that's very numbskull easy. Of like, you you need if you can understand the proper form and the function of why behind a movement, that will serve you so much better in the long run than lifting with ego and weights. And what I mean by weights is like letting your ego say, oh, I've got this, throw another whole plate on, and the next thing you know, you pull your hamstring, yeah. and then you're out for three weeks. Or you... Or you are lifting it and you and everything, but it it's you're doing it improperly and... Oh, you're learning bad habits, yeah. What was that? And you're gonna like, you know, you may not hurt yourself then, but you're gonna, there's a very good chance you're gonna eventually hurt yourself. Like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't go in the gym and do stuff, like lift the weight to look cool or to get big, but not do it right. Yeah. If you're not doing it right, you're going to hurt yourself. And yeah. 
I'm not saying I'm perfect. I still, I bet you every single workout, I bet you 25% of them, 25% of my workout, I catch myself doing the wrong form. And I have to recorrect myself. Mm -hmm. Like, that's yeah. fine if you're not doing it right if you're trying to correct yourself. Yeah. And, We're not um, saying you got to be perfect. No, but, but you definitely you should try to better yourself. Yeah, try, try to get more perfect with your form. And again, as as you as you get better at it and as your weights increase, you're going to have to learn these little nuances within your form that you realize you have to adjust at certain weights. And what I've learned um, with those nuances, with things that I have to do, are just like little tweaks or ways I have to catch the weight or ways I have to post up on it. Um, I find that like the things I do to adjust at the higher weights, those those newer lessons learned on my body, I almost bring back to what I want to do warming up so that I don't have to think so much about those little um, alterations as the weight goes up. I can bring that back, back down to my ground level, implement them, and then keep them as I continue to just get smarter about what I do. Like a little example on that. I'm still... In the, I'm, I'm still, I would say, in the very beginning. I'm not quite novice, but pro definitely in the beginning stage still with deadlifts. I've mm -hmm. only been doing them for a few months. Yeah. Period. Yeah, and your um, weights I'm, went through the roof. <laughs> I'm still learning a lot with it. But I, the biggest thing I've learned um, is that no matter what my weight is on that bar, act like it's going to be a heavy lift. Yeah, act like it's your like, PR. Make sure, because otherwise I, I would catch myself um, not necessarily doing the form wrong, but not like engaging myself the right way. So, you know, one week I'll be, I'll be dead level 405. Four reps, you know, for like two, three reps, and be fine with it. Then the next week, I, or two weeks later, I go to put 315 on the bar. I can't get it off the ground. Because in my mind, I'm like, oh, I got this. I've been doing way heavier weight. And so I just go up there and grab and go to lift. And I realize, no, <laughs> yeah. you've got to treat everything as if it's heavy. That way your brain will say, hey, get into the proper form. Exactly. Just because it's lightweight don't mean you can't you can like slack off. Like, cause yeah, there's a good chance like you're doing lightweight and it ain't going to do, you, you could do the worst form ever and it's not going to hurt you. But that's not good training. Yeah, um, God, I, I had a, a really good um, leader way back uh, years ago. He said, uh, it's not practice, practice that makes perfect, it's perfect practice that makes perfect. And that phrase has like literally always stuck with me because it, it just clicked. Like Again, it'll never be perfect, but if you're practicing to be perfect, that means that when you go to perform, it will be perfect. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, again, yeah, like I've probably injured myself more often in lighter weights, you know, quote unquote for my ability, um, not really being conscientious of those little things like, you know, straight back, big chest, drop your butt, load the hands, you know, deadlift being the example, lock the lats back, you know, press the ground away, lead with your chest, you know, lead with your shoulder. I tell people like, you know, when they're standing up, you know, lead with your, lead with your shoulders, you know, make sure that it's your shoulders and your upper body coming up, 
before your butt does. We don't want to teeter-totter, which is a very common beginner mistake. Um, but, um, yeah, it's just... If you want to keep a good trend going, and if, if you want more, you know, continue on the positive path you are of, of exercising and health and wellness, then you need to make sure you don't hurt yourself. Because if you go in there and you go too hard out of the gate, you're going to hurt yourself. And then all of a sudden you're laid up for a week, week and a half, you've lost, lost your momentum, now you're making excuses, now clearly your why reason wasn't strong enough to get your butt back off the couch, back in the gym, and now you're just, you know, just in a vicious cycle again. You know, and unfortunately, just the times we are in right now, with coronavirus and all this non—you know—the stuff going out there, it, you know, we're in such a um, a harrowing state. You know, just as a nation, as a community, as individuals, you know, there's so many stats that are on the rise, just on a very personal, individual level. That, as as a health professional and a fitness professional, it, it's so hard and heartbreaking to see. You know, anxieties through the roof, depressions. You know way up there suicides are on the rise which you know all these three things you know obesity you know all these other you know chronic disorders that are on the rise that are therefore making you more susceptible to covid nobody wants to talk about you know nobody wants to bring up the you know the personal trauma you know we want to talk about the politics and apparently we can't even get away from that on espn anymore and get our you know feel good with sports because now it's bleeding over there and again everyone's got their rights whatever but like if you can't take care of yourself, then who are you going to take care of? You know, at some point, to, to kind of dial this back, and I, I think we're tracking pretty good on time with just this point. I think we'll we'll save the second bit for later. But um, just to bring it back to a point, like, take care of yourself. I, I love, oh, this is the point I was going to make. I love people that come with, like, a blank slate. Um, like I don't mind people that come with experience with lifting. It, it helps me like mold and tweak certain things, but nine times out of 10, like if they're not coachable, like I have to like break certain habits away from them that like, like they're almost like pushing against like what I'm trying to get them to do. Cause I know it'll make them better. But like, if I get somebody that comes in with like a blank slate, like I, I got a new client, uh, I got a young man, a uh, new client, uh, as of this morning, uh, he committed last week and, um, he, uh, I, I've seen him work before with, with some other individuals. And I'm like, okay, cool. He's got a good foundation. Well, today was his first session. I got talking to him and I found out like he, he doesn't have any background with like lifting or, you know, just, or I would say set routines or positive habits. And so I was like, oh, sweet. Like I get to mold and, and build the foundation for this kid's development. I say kid loosely. I mean, I think he's in his 20s. I'm almost 30. So that's weird. Um, but like I get to build this kid from the ground up. And for me, that's an extremely satisfying feeling. And, and that's for, you know, really, if, if, I mean, I've had clients that are in their 30s, their 40s, their 50s. Um, like, I love being able to do that because I'm able to, like, show them a whole new world. Cue the Aladdin song. Um, <laughs> but, like, it, it, it just opens their eyes to just all the other possibilities. And when you show them, like, look, when you can marry the world of weights with the world of, like, cardio and conditioning you get the best of like all these worlds, especially when you mix in balance and stability and you know, just all these other uh, things that come with it. But like, it's, it just opens up everything. And it's, it's all like, you can progress it for ability levels and you can regress, you know, everything depending on what they can and cannot do. You know, I, I had a talk with an older gentleman over the weekend. He's like, oh, I've seen kind of somebody, can you, you've ever had a client like my age? I was like, yeah, I've, I've, I've trained, you know, men and women your age. It's, it's, 
I, I don't really treat you any different. I just have to be aware of what you can and cannot do. Mm -hmm. But I'm still going to push you. Like, I'm still going to make you better. You just got to give me what you can, you know, and then we'll move on from there. But, you know, it's it just is what it is. But, but yeah, so those are our kind of common gym mistakes that we see or problems, you know. Get yourself a tour. Find a home. Warm up. Please warm up. Do something. Bands. Foam roll. Light weights. Multiple reps. Warm up the body. Shoot. Go ahead and jump on a treadmill or elliptical for like five to ten minutes. I love my air bike. I'll probably jump on that for like five minutes before a workout. And I'll, I'll just alternate like legs and arms, maybe just arms. And actually I found out with the air bike, if you turn your, your hands, palms up, and just go arms, you get a little, get a little bicep pump. A little pump? A little pump. Whoever thought you could do that with a piece of rogue equipment? <laughs> a little bicep pump. Anyway, I'm just being silly. I gotta say, bands are my favorite type of one. I open, I opened opinion. your world up to that's, bands. That's true. If there's one thing I could do for more people, it's to blow their mind with how much bands are so beneficial, but also will smoke your body. Like, yeah, I, I had a buddy that would come in here for a while. Uh, he he moved, so he's back at his home gym, but. Uh, yeah, I showed him the world of bands, and he was like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, yeah, dude, the contraction is nuts. So, anyway, well, you got any parting words for the viewers, listeners? Uh, just, you know, if you got the time, give us some comments. Let, let us know what you really think. That way, if, uh, if we're actually doing a crappy job, maybe we can make it better. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Like, leave us comments, likes, you know, and subscribe. Share this with your friends. Or if there's something you want to hear us talk about or got questions about, you know, hit, hit the comment section or even, uh, you know, hit us up on Instagram or something like that. Um, feel free to, you know, voice your opinion on what you want to hear or what you think and what you want us to change or not change or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. So. Thanks a lot. Thanks for tuning in. We'll keep it going. Bye.